Pastor Claudia Harden Jr. and my beautiful wife inviting you to come worship with us. And I'm going to do what he said. I'm not trying to do anything else besides that. Sometimes you get caught up in your own agenda and God's agenda doesn't go forth. Father, I pray right now, God, you touch this word. I pray, God, you use me as the vessel, God, that you've made me to be. God, move all of me out the way, Lord God, and just use the parts of me, Lord, you want to use in me, Father. But God, I pray right now, God, as I get ready to send this word out, Lord, I pray, God, it don't go out void. I pray, God, every mother hear this message, God. I pray, Lord, every father hear this message, Father God, Lord. I pray, Lord, every child that can hear it, hear it, Father God. And Lord, I pray, God, that everyone who can be affected by it is affected by it, Lord. Use me, God. Use me, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Mark 9, 17 and 23, ready to read. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, I brought my son. I brought you my son who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to drive out the spirit, but they could not. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring me the boy. Don't go nowhere. I, don't, I can't go past this without breaking down this one small piece of scripture that many people misread. Many people read the scripture as though Jesus is disappointing the disciples. But if you read the scripture on, it says this kind only come out by prayer and fasting. And in this case, they could not fast in that point because they don't have the spirit. He said, how long am I going to be in your way? As long as I'm here, you can't cast out this demon. This one come out by prayer and fasting. You got to have the spirit of God in you to cast out this spirit. So he's not He's not rebuking the disciples. He said, how long am I going to be with you? I'm in your way. I need to hear up and go. And when I leave, I'll leave a spirit with you that you can do this. But you can't do this one. So don't get to the point that he's upset with the disciples if the disciples could not cast this one out. Somebody say amen. amen. So ready to read one more time. You unbelieving generation, Jesus replied, how long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Is that the last verse? Ready? Read. So they brought him when the spirit saw Jesus. It immediately threw the boy into convulsions. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. Keep going. Then Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? I want you to ask yourself, how long has my child been like this? No, no, say, say, say how, long how long has my child been like this? Say it one time. Say, how long has my child not your child, not their children, but my child. Say, how long has my child been like this? One more time, ready to read. Jesus asked the boy's father, how long has he been like this? From childhood, he said. Somebody say his whole life. Are we there? One more. 23rd verse. Go there. 23rd verse. I'm sorry. There we go. It has often. No, go back. Go back. I'm sorry. 22nd verse. Ready to read? It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. Somebody say, that thing that's attached to your child is trying to kill it. Somebody say, that thing, those things, those places is trying to kill your child. Can we talk today? Listen, one more time. Ready to read? It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything... Some parents wait until it's about to kill them before they say, God, help my child. It says, if you can do anything, ready to read, take pity on us and help us. 23rd verse, let's go home. If you can, Jesus asked, everything is possible if you believe. 
I want everybody to appear after me this morning and say, stop surviving and start thriving with your children. Everybody say again one time. Say, stop surviving and start thriving. Somebody say, stop surviving. And if I was talking about anything this morning, but I got to talk about these kids. Say, stop surviving and start thriving. I need somebody to get angry and get upset and say, stop surviving and start thriving with these children. Somebody say, with these children. I need somebody, come here, I need, a, I need about a, 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 SJ, come here. SJ, come here right quick. I need an SJ, and then I need a, come here, uh, Khalil, not Khalil. Is it Khalil? Katie's child, come here. I need, I need, I need, uh, each one of them need a cell phone. Each one of them need a cell phone. Each one need a cell phone. Come up here, stand up here for me, sweetheart. Yeah, young man, I'm sorry, that's sweetheart, young man. You said, don't call me no sweetheart, I know. Come here, somebody get a cell phone for him. Everyone say, stop surviving and start thriving. I need one more. I need one more. Give me one about, uh, come here, young man with the dreads. Come right quick and get your cell phone. Bring your cell phone with you. Come on, come on. Stand on the other end of him. Then I need a teenager. Give me another older. Give me a, a younger dog, probably like, um, come here, Tariq. Get a cell phone, Tariq. I need a grown man right quick. I need an older man. Uh, come on, brother. Uh, come on, uh, Brother King, you, you, you my automatic. He knew I could call. Get cell phone. You got cell phone? <laughs> Everyone say me one more time. Say, stop surviving and start thriving. Listen, we right now are facing an epidemic. And promise you, I didn't start preaching this sermon. God gave me this sermon here a long time ago. How many of y'all remember me saying I'm going to preach a sermon and say, stop surviving and start thriving? I've been, I'm listening, and God gave me each one of the parts of it, and listen, and this one fell into place, and God been hitting my heart. My, uh, my cousin, Beulah May, called me a couple weeks ago and said, Bishop, I feel as though you, your, your heart is heavy. She called me out of nowhere. I'm stuck in the airport in Dallas. I want to get home because my tooth is killing me, and she called me out of nowhere. I said, yeah, my heart is heavy. She said, because we're going up with these children. And God showed me something. I've been dealing with a young lady who went off to the military. I love her to death. I love her to death. I love her to death. I've been dealing with her, and I dealt with other young people. And God has showed me something has went wrong. Me and brother, but brother um, Travis sitting on the phone for about an hour. I don't talk on the phone for an hour. I talk on the phone a lot, but not for a long time. I ain't going to lie to you. I talk on the phone a lot. I got a lot of business going on. My wife tell you, do I talk on the phone for more than 20 minutes at one time? I'm on the phone with this brother here for about 45 minutes. I looked at it for 46 minutes and 25 seconds to be exact. I don't talk on the phone that long, but we got to talk about these children. And something has gone wrong. Somebody say something's gone wrong. I need everybody to be attentive and say, stop surviving and start thriving with these children. I need you to get on this side, young man. You stay over here. Where your phone at? You got a phone? I want everybody to look at their phone. Everybody look at their phone. Everybody look at their phone. And so I found out that this young lady calls me every now and then. And what happened was she was probably a victim. And I'm not being on owner because I don't know exactly what happened, but I'm noticing a lot of kids are doing this. A victim of what something has happened like this. How many of y'all, when your child started crying at the age of two, you gave him a phone. Be honest. We gave him pacifiers, and then they had the pacifier, but we threw a phone. And matter of fact, they have little things. They hold a phone in the crib for them, or have them in, in, in the car seat for them. No, like, if it's truth or not. And they, and they quiet. They're watching all these shows. And, and so they go from a little kid like this here, watching a phone, through a, a, a piece of probably seven-inch glass. And this phone has raised them, and now this child gets a little older, and guess what? Now they're still entertained by what? 
and they fall on the seal, life, and listen, this life is feeding them. Uh, listen, through this five or six, seven inch, sometimes nine inch glass, and they're feeding them everything. They're telling them what life's supposed to be, and, and they're quiet. They're not in my way. They're not disturbing anything. If it's okay, leave them. Hey, they're cool. They're not out there smoking dope. They're not out there having sex. They're not, listen, they're upstairs, and somebody said they're quiet. Last thing I know, my mom used to get worried we'd get quiet because if we quiet, we're doing what? We're getting into something. Oh, oh, help me out, Elder. You're going to have to replace that. Um, you, somebody, before we get through, we got to replace that. Somebody say, something's wrong. So, so just because they're quiet don't mean they ain't busy. I need somebody to talk to me. Somebody say, just because they're quiet don't mean they ain't busy. Just, just leave that water. We're going to use that much. They're going to be just enough. Just leave it right there. Somebody say, one more time, say, just because they're quiet don't mean they're not busy. We left our daughter in the office the other day for about 10 minutes. She was going to do math problems, but she didn't do math problems. My wife found a computer. She's watching everything else but math. My baby girl. Now, she wasn't watching that porn. I'm not going to lie to you, but somebody say it's not too far behind if you don't watch out. So he's been raised on the phone. He's quiet with a phone. He get older, he get a phone. Y'all, we have something in our house, and this teenager now, he's doing math problems on his phone, but he, he don't stay with the math problems because every now and then he gets distracted because this bing go up there and this bing go up there, and he begins to venture into social media, and social media is telling what life should be like because my friends are like this, and, and their friends are like this, so I should be like this, and I'm not like this. Mama, why well, I don't have this here? Mama, why well, I don't have that there? Why? Because they fed everything through what? And he's getting older, and so we have something in our house called no phone zone. Now, we didn't do it always. You know why we didn't do it always? We like our peace. We like our quiet. We ain't saying, Mama, Daddy, Daddy. We take our phones away. What time is the baby? They, they come home? On summertime, they got no phones on. To 10 o'clock in the morning. From 3 to 8. So in the morning, 10 a.m., no phone. Somebody say from, somebody say from 0 a.m. to 10 a.m. No phone. How many of y'all ready to go through that disaster? And then after 10 a.m., what happens? From 10 to 3, they had a phone. And then what happens? Our children literally are like biological clocks. Not biological clocks, some kind of clock. And literally, I swear, they play together from 0 a.m. to 3. If they get up, they, they literally up all night long now because it's summertime. But they play together all day and they, 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 they talk. And literally at, at, at at, eight, at 10 o'clock, the house go quiet. We don't hear nobody. And all of a sudden, when it comes to be, what time again? From 3 o'clock, all of a sudden they're talking. And, Mama, why you don't want to watch TV? Daddy, why you want to do this? Please get your... No, you can't. You can't. But it's literally, we'll be riding the car, and we're talking all the way down the highway. We're driving. We're talking. And all of a sudden, come down and get their phones. They go quiet. I'm about to put another rule in place. And they know I'm ready for this one. No phone in the car. Can I do that one, baby? I told my daughter the other day, we done drove, I mean, umpteen places a thousand times. Umpteen, I got that from uh, Coach Bradford. Umpteen. Umpteen thousand places a thousand times. And we get there, I say, baby, drive me home. She said, I don't know how to get home. What you mean? What if I had a, a, a convulsion and you got to drive back home? And I told her, so what I'm going to do next time I'm going to see her on the phone so much, I'm going to drive so far out the place. 
going to drive so far out the way, I'm going to get myself lost. I'm going to get on the side of the seat and sit there and say, take us home. And I say, don't use your phone. Somebody said, they're not paying attention. Y'all don't want me to talk this morning because I'm messing up some of y'all quiet time. But somebody say, stop surviving and start thriving with your children. Not my children. Don't talk about my kids. Sweep around your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. Oh, don't do me. Don't do me. Had to go back to the old 100 and get y'all drunkers. So, so now this is, a, this is a boy. He's a teenager. And, and social media has opened his mind up big. I mean, he's, he's seen stuff he never saw before. But it's still through a seven-inch screen. Now, this grown man gets up, and he gets out the house, and now the seven-inch screen that he thought was reality, he moves it out the way, and he sees life full functioning, and he cannot handle it because he goes from drinking life out of a water hose to drinking life out of a fire hose, and he can't handle it. He either do one or two things, either he run back home and give up, or he want to give up and just let it all go because it's not worth it because this is not what I thought life was. I can't handle the reality of life. I don't know how to make real friends because I don't know how to connect with nobody except for on the phone. And we are in a situation where our kids cannot handle the reality of life because they always been seen it through a screen of a phone. So what happens to get a grown man who go back to a phone? And he lives a secret life all night long on his phone. Because this is what I can handle life. Pace by pace, day by day, night by night. I go from a child to a grown man feeling safe in the face of my phone because I can't handle life in reality. And so I can make love to a phone, but I can make love to my wife. Something went wrong. Somebody said, stop surviving with your children and start thriving with your children. Have a quick seat. I'm not going to be up here longer. Thank you all so much for helping me out. SJ, you my boy. Thank you. Take, take, take. Till Leah, amen. Now listen, somebody say surviving. Write the word surviving down real quick. By definition, what surviving means to continue to exist, especially in spite of danger or hardship. To continue to exist. To continue to exist. I challenge every parent in here to create some sort of no phone zone in your home. I challenge you. I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be challenging. But I challenge you. Can I go a little bit deeper? I challenge you to join the party. I challenge you to join the party. Don't ask me to do something you won't do. Don't ask me to put my phone down, Mom. You ain't putting your phone down. Because you just told me when I get grown, I can go back and do what the heck I want to do. That's what I used to say when I was a kid. You tell me I can't cuss, well, as soon as I get grown, I'm going to cuss. You tell me I can't drunk, drink, as soon as I get grown, I'm going to drink. Because you're telling me what not to do until I get grown. I can't wait to get grown so I can cut a fool. What are we teaching our children? Because I talked to someone. I didn't come to make a friend. I come on Father's Day to build some fathers in this house. Somebody said, as for me in my house. We're going to serve the Lord our God. And listen, from age zero to age whatever, there's a standard in the house. I feel a fire on the inside of me this morning because there's too many kids suffering right now. And all we want to do is throw them a phone. A new phone, come out, give them a bigger phone. Whatever they need, just keep them quiet. Keep them quiet. Kids don't know how to change tires. Kids don't know how to put air on a tire. I watched a video the other day, a mama was showing her kids, blew my mind, how to put, how to put the, uh, the windshield wiper fluid in the car. It took them kids 45 minutes. And they had to go to the phone to figure it out. They sit on the thing, well, we got to, they couldn't even pop the hood. But I, I, I admired the mom because she never interceded. It was Roe. 
She's never in the city. You watch the video? She let them because they need to learn. Life is not easy. Folks going to tell you no. Folks going to tell you can't. Folks going to tell you nothing. Folks going to tell you dumb, you crazy, you are stupid. And you got to be able to go beyond that and not just go back to your phone. Life was never, see the reason why these kids can't handle it because we gave them a phone but we didn't give them God. And they go back to the phone, the phone don't fix it, and they don't have God. I'm going to preach it today. I'm going to preach it today. If I don't ever preach it, I'm going to preach it today. Somebody says, time out. Jesus, I know it's easy, but everything easy ain't right. And I'm not just preaching. Listen, I got a mirror that I'm looking at. And I got to tell myself, where did I go wrong? And if we don't stop it now, we we'll know what tomorrow going to bring. We have young people right now taking their life by the dozens. Because they go from living life through a phone to living life through a full-size world. And it's an opportunity that scares the heck out of them. I got so many choices. What do I do? Who do I trust? Who can I talk to? Where do I go? I don't know what to do because I've been sucking life out of a phone that's fake. It's f- Listen, if it's destroying your marriage, what's it doing to their mind? Your wife looking at this phone all day and it asks you why you ain't taking on long trips. Baby, we broke. We ain't got no money like this. And baby, they probably broke too. So don't come out that phone telling me why we ain't doing this and why you ain't doing this. How about you come out the phone and you start doing so if it's ruining your expectations in life, what do you think it's doing to your child? Anybody want to say amen with me this morning? I, I, I'll be by myself. I got two or three, amen. This is my surviving. To continue to exist, especially in spite of danger or hardship. Someone say danger or hardship. See, what happens is we get to a point in our life where our children get grown up because they've been in the phone so long, and now when we try to tell them something, they start bucking and acting a fool. Talking about they're going to run away, they're going to leave, they're going to quit, they're going to get out. And so what you start doing is say, well, I'm going to make sure your peace is around the house, and so I ain't going to push them too much because, listen, I'm not going to get too deep in my sermon, but somebody say, just because some hard go on, I don't care. Listen, the harder I push, the harder my daddy hit me. Everybody got quiet. Let me buck up. He's going to buck back. And let me know. The N-word, you live in my house. And as long as you live in my house, you're going to act like we'll do what I How many of y'all okay, some folks scared of their kids. I ain't scared of mine. And I ain't scared of the cops either. I tell them. Man, ask my niece. Ask my niece. That little gal came to my house and did go all up skipping school. I, y'all, I got a personal thing going on here. You got to look over me to next Sunday. I'll get right next Sunday. She came and stayed in my house, and I took her out of the house where she was living in, in a shelter, brought her to my house, and listen, I gave her her first phone. Wow. Get her first phone, and, and all of a sudden, I get a phone call from the school. Shantae has not been to school in, in a week. So I get home with my nice attitude, understanding, and I ask her, uh, where you been for a week? What you mean where I've been? I say, the school told me that you ain't been to school in a week. And? Okay, we finna figure something out. Okay, if you have not been to school, where have you been? My boyfriend been picking me up every day. I said, so what we do? And what's your problem? Three seconds later, I had it in my hand, opened my front door, and chunked her out the door, no lie. Am I lying? 
I said, you better find somewhere to live. She called the cop on me. The cop came to my house. I said, look, I'm going to tell you one thing. As for this house right here, ain't nobody going to tell me what they're going to do if they're not going to my house. And if she got something to say like that, she can get out. But not here. I got three other ones I'm raising, and I would not give this type of attitude. Not here. That cop looked at us and said, you know, like I know, you either go and do what he said, do or find somewhere else to go. She's like, will you give me a ride back to the house I come from? He said, yes, ma'am. I said, bye-bye. Two years later, she came back and said, I'm sorry, Uncle CJ, because that's a standard. Am I telling y'all y'all go kick your kids out? No. But I am telling you, I'm, I'm going to preach it. You can get there this, this morning. Am I going too fast? Yes, Somebody say, it's Father's Day. Somebody say, it's Father's Day. Father's this is close to a Father's Day message I'm going to get. Somebody say, it's Father's Day. Somebody say, stop surviving and start thriving. That what thrive means to grow or develop vigorously. We... Not BET, not MTV, not Facebook, not social media. There's so many stuff out there I can't even keep up. I promise you, I got Snapchat on my phone, and it's just there. I don't know what to do with it. It don't make sense. I think it was programmed by a child to keep mom and daddy out of it. I asked Keanu to put me on her place, and she put me there. And my, mom, my wife keeps seeing pictures pop up. I say, I don't see pictures. Something wrong with mine. And then I call her at school, and I say, why can't I see you? She said, Daddy, you told me to ask you, but you didn't say you had to follow me. <laughs> that ain't funny. So at school, I said, if you don't have me, I'm going to come to that school and choke you. <laughs> Two minutes later, I'm getting all kinds of pictures. Still don't know how to use it. Man, I know how to use Snapchat better than I do. And I'm, I'm technically savvy. I can hook up a computer. I can run a thing and everything. But they done lost me. Somebody say it's scary. That my child is being led by. A, somebody say stop surviving and start thriving. And what thriving means to grow vigorously. You grow them vigorously. Not the computer. You don't have to teach a child about sex. I don't know all about it. Inside and out. Upside down. They can teach you some things. Why? I just see it on Facebook. Someone say porn is easily accessed. You want to know my biggest struggle in life? It wasn't drinking. It was porn. But it was hard for me to get it. I had to go find this VHS tape and, and, and looking, and I had to listen, or DVD or, or some magazines, and it wasn't like I could put it in my pocket and hide it and, and be at work strolling. No, I had to go find it. And then if somebody come home, I have to. Don't act like you don't know. I had to kiss the dish in the right place to catch. Stop, stop, stop. It's right there, right there. We can't see nothing. We can see enough. It ain't that hard for kids these days. It ain't that hard. It's right in their pocket. And it's dangerous. Someone says it's dangerous. dangerous. Oh, can I help you? Can I help you? Can I help you? I'm not even out of my introduction. Let me get out of my introduction. So listen, this title is telling us to stop allowing the hardship we go through to cause us to start just existing and stop growing and developing vigorously. And we deal with disabilities. We deal with conditions. Can I jump right into the children right quick? I've been there too long. Let me go ahead and get to the point. Write down the word children. I want you to write this down. Write down the word children by definition. There's three definitions I want to focus on. The word children. 
First definition, immature or irresponsible person. Everyone say immature and irresponsible. Every child, I don't care how mature you think they are, just because they grew up a little too fast, that ain't always good. But I don't care how fast they grew up, they are still immature and irresponsible. I can lead a day. Me and my wife can hop on a plane. We can fly across the country. I can leave my house with Keanu, Lon, and Madison. They're going to eat. They're going to clean. They're going to be okay. But guess what? I still got to check on them because they're immature and they're irresponsible. Keanu, I'm going to burn the house down the other day cooking some what? I don't know what she was cooking. Bacon. The house smoked up and I'm on the phone and I'm like, baby, what's going on? And everything. Somebody say, irresponsible. Got caught up in that phone too long. Put that phone down when you're doing stuff. Stop trying to cook with the phone in your hand. Talking to Ty. Ty better go to sleep. <laughs> Listen, we got, who, who, who don't like changing their batteries and their smoke alarms? And it chirps all day long. So we're going camping. Like about, it was like 11 o'clock at night. We trying to get ready for go camping. Brother came in at night, we all here, walking around, and all of a sudden I hear chirp, chirp, chirp. Like, that's not like my house. <laughs> chirp, chirp. I'm like, child, what is that? Oh, I got Keanu on FaceTime. It's 11 o'clock at night. Y'all ain't even talking. You just holding the phone. What? Don't tell her I said it. Don't, don't, don't tell her. I ain't scared of her, but I don't like dealing with that right now. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say, irresponsible. How many of y'all agree, no matter how mature your child is, they're still irresponsible? And they're immature. If they not, if your child said they're grown, I want you to give them a definition of grown. There's one definition of grown and one definition only. You don't need nobody to pay your debt and your problems. The day you don't need me to pay for nothing for you, you didn't grown. But the day you still got to ask me for a dime to eat or anything, your behind ain't grown. You still irresponsible and you're still immature. 40 years old, irresponsible, still immature. And so don't, I, uh, I, can I talk real quick? I want to just take my time on this Father's Day. There's three levels of maturity. And I teach every person this level of maturity. As a young adult, that's, that's, that's a person who's, who's a child, a young adult and a, an adult. A child let mama and daddy take care of everything. This mom and daddy got to take care of everything. Somebody say, young adult. I tell every young adult, there's one responsibility of a young adult. When you turn 13, I think it's 13 or 16, I can't remember which one, but I think it's 16. When you turn 16 years old, you got one responsibility and one responsibility only. You make sure you don't cost yourself your future. Mom and daddy, between 0 and 13, 0 and 14, 15, we're going to make sure you don't cost yourself your future. We're going to make sure you can afford your, your present. We're going to take care of all that. But as a 16-year-old, you make sure you don't cost yourself your future. You don't go out there smoking dope and cost yourself your future. You don't got that line stealing and acting a fool and cost yourself your future. Don't mess your name up. Don't go out there getting pregnant. Don't mess. Don't cost yourself your future. What's the difference between an adult and a young adult? A young adult, you got to afford your future. If you can afford your future, and it could, because you didn't mess up your future, that's your own fault. But when you become an adult, you now, from this day on, can afford everything you do. It ain't got an age on it, it got an attitude on it. And with the wrong attitude, you can mess up everything. Can we talk this morning? Oh, Jesus. I just put some work on. I, I'm giving mamas and daddies some, some shovels, some work boots, and some overalls. We're going to go to work. 
Jesus. It ain't just about beating your children either. You don't go from taking the phone to beat them now. That's not the transition. You take the phone and you teach them now. That's the transition. And my rule is I teach you once, I teach you twice, I teach you three times, and then you do it, and you do it, and you do it, and then you stop doing it. I'm going to try you one more time to teach you, and then you do it, and you do it, and you stop doing it. Now we got to do some correction because you're behind know what you're doing, and now you just don't want to do it. It's the difference between the two. When I go in, I know for a fact you're not cleaning the kitchen up when you want somebody to come by the house and go out and go somewhere, but now you don't want to go nowhere and you ain't got nowhere to come over. Now you don't know how to clean up no more. Yeah, you, you're the best cleaning the house when you want to go somewhere. Now you got an attitude. You better not break one more dish in my house. Better not. Not, not, not this day. I, listen, if you do, I'm going to take you. You're going to come to this church and clean this whole church up. You're going to earn every cent you can to buy every dish you broke in my house. I'm not going to play with you. Still not going to beat you behind yet. But you disrespect me, I'll put you in your place. I tear that tail up. And I'm not afraid either. But know why you're whooping your child. Just whooping because that's the first response in your mind. You taking your anger on your child? You got to start coaching that child. That's the worst thing you can do. Beating them lasts for five seconds because your butt get tired. I ain't got time to be whooping you all day. But I can sit there with you all day long. Watch that plate. Watch that. No, take it back out. It ain't clean. Take it back out. Okay, now wipe the cabinet up. You ain't do it right. Come back around. I can sit right here all day long, and, and I ain't got no TV on. I'm going to watch everything you do. No, no, you missed that spot over there. They're like, until you get it right, I'm going to sit here every night with you behind because I'm going to teach you the way you should go. Can, can we? Hmm. Somebody immature or irresponsible person. Children, a person who has little or no experience, in a, they don't know what they want. They don't know. All they know is what Sully saying, Jane and Joe, Bob, Jordan, and all them boys who don't know what they want. All they know is what they say, what they just seen. It's so, ugh. Can I talk? I'm not, I'm, I'm not fussing. I'm not fussing. Do the snake I'm fussing? I like to say I'm just passionate. I'm passionate. I don't want to scare nobody away. That dude crazy. Yeah, I am. Somebody say, a person who has little or no experience. Why in the heck are you listening to your child and you know you know more than them? I don't care how much book savvy they got. Books ain't got nothing to do with experience. Baby, I know. Daddy, it wasn't the same. I don't care. I still know. Well, baby, I'm going to let you try it. Since you, you may know more than me. And they got through some stupid. Can we talk this morning? Can we talk for a minute? A person who has little or no experience in a particular area. Another one. A person or thing influenced by a specific environment. This is the most important one. A child is influenced by a specific environment. Can I tell you, your whole house ain't one environment. I'm going to be honest. Somebody say, my entire house is not one environment. You walk in my bedroom, the air conditioning both cold in my bedroom than it do in the living room. So my bedroom environment is different from my living room environment. I'm happy out one more time. I promise you, my wife will go in Kiana and Lana room more than I do. I haven't been in my children's bedroom 
in probably six weeks because I do not want to walk on my children and they ain't dressed appropriately. And I listen, I, I just don't do it. I just, it came a point in my life, I knock on their door. Who do that? I pay bills. <laughs> Can I come in? I pay bills. But I know the appropriate thing to do. So I don't go there very much. Can I tell you, your child, your child bedroom environment is different than your bedroom environment? It better be. It better be. But can I tell you, your child bedroom environment may be worse than the whole house environment if you don't check it every now and then. So whatever in that little phone can develop a whole different environment in that bed, under the sheet, in the closet, wherever they go, but it don't matter what's going on. You better make sure the environment of your home is what you want it to be and not what that intermediate, I mean, intermediate that, 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 what the internet stuff calls it to be. Or whoever they're on the phone with will change your environment. How do you go from have a child who do right all the time and all of a sudden this child is talking back? Different environment. On the f- basketball team, on the basketball, on the, on the football uh, bus, and somebody say different environment. The environment changes everywhere they go. So what you got to do is making sure your environment is so strong at home to where they go, it's harder to impenetrate what you set up in place. It's still going to happen. But what you grow at home, it's a lot harder to change when they get out and about. Am I helping anybody this morning? Okay, somebody, go, go, go real quick. Um, I got to go. Take my time. Take my time. I want you to go to the, to the definition Stop allowing, write this down, stop allowing what your immature, irresponsible, inexperienced, and easily influenced child do cause you to start existing in their lives and stop causing them to grow and develop to what God calls them to do. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Write it down. Stop allowing what your immature, irresponsible, inexperienced, and easily influence child, what they do, cause you to start existing in their lives. Maybe there's someone, this person who's inexperienced, and this person have got mad at you, and, and listen, and you just shut down parenting them. Stop allowing what this inexperienced, I'm reading one more time, immature, irresponsible, irres, irres, inexperienced, and easily influenced child cause you to start existing in their life. I don't want to lose them. I don't want to run them away. I don't, want to, I don't want them not to like me. I ain't like my mama, so I want my child to like me. Can I tell you a secret? I'm like, I'm like the best scene ever. This dude makes some scenes, and he, got, he always goes to the top of his scenes. But, but Denzel Washington fences. It's not my job to like you. What do you mean like you? I got to feed you, clothe you. Make sure you got a roof over your head. Make sure you got a, a floor on your feet. I ain't supposed to like you. My job is to be your daddy, not your friend. That's what the problem is. We want too many children to like us. They get a like on Facebook, but not at the house. You get corrected. You get changed. You get developed. You get disciplined. I'm not supposed to like you. But boy, I love you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't feed you. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't call you. If I didn't love you, I didn't go to work in the morning. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't make sure you have everything you need. So don't put that guilt trip on me. I ain't supposed to like you. It's not my job. It's not my job. But the day I stop loving you, that's the day you step up and say, Daddy, what's wrong with you? Am I helping anybody this morning? I'm not even done yet. I got a long way to go. 
Listen, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's go to some scripture right quick. So we, we got to stop letting these kids tell us what, 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 they, what they need. I got about four or five scriptures I want to give you right quick. First one. This is what we're supposed to do. Ready to read. Train up a child in the way they should go. Even when he or she, I'm but he or she, get old, he will not depart from it. Write down the word train. And way to go. This is our job. We're supposed to train them in the way they should go. Even if they don't want to go there. This calls you to tell them to put your phone down. There's, a, there's a something out there I'm going to get. I, I just found out about a couple weeks ago that you can, li- you, can, you can turn the internet off in your whole house at a certain time of night. The whole house. And not just the internet, the phone itself won't even ring. I'm asking you a question. I'm asking you a real quick question. What child needed an emergency phone call at night? Well, I need my phone. What does somebody need me? Who needs you? What money you got to save anybody? What you going to do? If somebody need to call, they can call me. So your child don't need a phone at night. I don't care what these kids are saying. I ain't got my glasses on. I ain't scared of you either. You don't need that phone at night. You need sleep. You need rest. You need R&R. From 10 until whatever time you're behind, get up for you older kids. And from 8 for these younger kids. That's why they can't act right at school because they ain't slept at night. And I'm a grown man. If I get sleepy and tired, I get cranky. My wife tell you, I, I turn into a fidgety old, big old baby. Like, I don't want to talk. Just leave me alone. I want to go to sleep. Why you don't go to sleep? I don't want to go to sleep right now. I've been up all day. I want to rest my mind. Tell the baby till I get like the big old baby. Just like them kids do the same thing at school. That's why they cussing the teachers out. They tired. They frustrated. And that woman told them something they didn't want to hear. Okay, y'all don't want to hear me this morning. So I say, let's, let's go to my next verse. Somebody say, train and the way they should go. Next verse, Brother Darius. Ready to read. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. Now, you ain't supposed to go up there and just poke them, poke them, poke them at them. No, that ain't teaching. But go, say, fathers, and I just learned, I'm going to stop, pause. I just learned this past Wednesday, difference between major and minor. I just learned. 39 years old, I just learned the difference between a major and a minor. Somebody say major, major. Minor. minor. You can't major in the minors and minor on the majors. And when we talk about as, as husbands and, and men, we can't just come home and, and, and fuss about everything. And so what I learned, I had to figure out what can I define as a major because I fuss about everything. Why is the fork where the spoon go and the spoon where the fork go? You know the forks go here, the spoons go here, the knives go here. Why who did just get it right? You know, the seal pots go over here, the black pots go over here, top go on the top, bottom, bottom. What's wrong with y'all? I told y'all this a hundred times. <laughs> That's majoring on the minors. And, and the man said on the video, he says, are you a bully in your home? Do people like it when you go to sleep? So my dumb butt asked my wife, baby, do y'all like it when I go to sleep? She said, That ain't cool. So I had to redefine my major. So I, I got three things as a major in my home. Number one, it's a major if it's causing pain. If it causes pain, if it's the kids that they're fussing yesterday, and I was like, ooh, 
they fussing, ooh, they getting, ooh, I want to go off. I said, baby, you're going to tell them. If you don't tell them, I'm going to tell them. She said, kid, would y'all please calm down? I'm like, that ain't how I would have said it. <laughs> y'all said it, shut up, I'm trying to watch TV. <laughs> so she did it better than I did, and, and, and they calmed down. And somebody say, no, wasn't nobody, but if I walk up there and Kiana got mad in the headlock like she'll do, I'm going to go off because you're choking my baby. It's my baby, don't, don't touch my, somebody says it's causing pain. <laughs> causing me pain. Somebody says second one. I fuss and go fool if it changes my culture in my house. If you're in my house, you know we don't listen to music like that in my house. It's not the culture here. I work hard to make sure this culture is a spiritual environment. Not perfect environment, but at least I can know I can pray when I want to pray without having to fight demons in my own house. So no, you're not walking here and think you're going to act the fool in my house. You ain't going to smoke in my house. You ain't going to do none of that. You ain't acting like that in here. No. And I will cut a fool. You ain't running my house like that. As for me and my house, we're going to serve God. So you do that at school if you want to. I can't control it. I found out a long time ago I can't control my kids at school. I got to do all the controlling at home. So by the time they get to school, they got to make their mind up at school or not. But they ain't going to come home trying to make their mind up. They're going to know what we're going to do here. Third one, somebody say third one. If it costs more than I can afford. If it costs cause pain, change culture, or costs more than I can afford, no, we ain't buying it. No. No. Shaquita, Latonya, Renee, Pastor, no. We ain't buying it. Yes, sir. But I can't put my foot down on every little thing because when I put my foot down on the big thing, she'll get tired of my foot being down. She's going to do it anyways. Somebody say amen. Can I keep on going? So, Father, don't provoke your children to anger. But bring them up in discipline. Brother, I got a long way to go. I got about 10 more minutes. So I say, but bring them up in the discipline and instructions of the Lord. We're getting there. Somebody say, of the Lord. Everybody say, so are you bringing your top in the Lord? Are you? No, you're not. I'm going to tell you the truth. Some of you are not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you how in a minute. We're going to get there. Somebody say, you bring it up in the Lord. So next one, we got to go. But Darius, you're holding me up. Darius, you give me in trouble. Next verse. Ready? No, go to the next verse. See, what happened? Darius taking too long to change the slides. I want to preach more when I see it. Better tell him, hurry up. See, he's playing now. Come on, Darius. Ready to read. The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left. Say it again. Read it. He quiet. He ain't bothering nobody. But you ain't training them. That phone is teaching them. And now why you're you ain't beating that child because they messed up, you're beating that child because they embarrass you. That's a difference. And the reason why they embarrass you because you didn't train them. Go to my next one. Ready to read. Whoever spares the rod hates his son. Why you hate him? Listen, it's true. I had kids tell me, my stepdad don't like me. Why? Because when they were with their kids, they, 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 they whoop them, but they don't even whoop me. They don't even deal with me. That letting your child know you don't like them. And some real parents do that. I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to fool with you. You, you. you don't want to listen to me. And that child feel like you don't like them. A child need discipline. That's why they go to the football field, listen to the coach, and they come home and listen to you. Because you ain't got no discipline in life. That coach yelling, screaming at them, cussing them out. And they say, yes, sir, yes, sir, whatever you say, sir. And they're going to run out of a building and run upside down a football field. Go pass out and, and have a heart attack for that coach, but they won't do it for you. Because you're not training them. You're just going around talking crazy to them. I'm going to keep going. What's the next one? 
Ready to read. No discipline seemed pleasant at the time. I hate with my children. I hate it. They probably say different, but I promise you I hate it. And I used to hear my daddy say this. How many of y'all, go ahead and say it with me. This going to hurt me more than it hurt. And you didn't understand until you got older. Because truthfully, I don't want to whoop you. You know why I don't want to whoop them? Because nine times out of ten, they were reflecting what I gave them. And I am really should be whooping my own behind. Truth be told, they're acting just like me or they're acting just like my wife. And they're reflecting what we taught them. They don't know wrong until we teach them wrong. <sighs> Is that my last one? We got to go. That's it. Hebrew 12 and 11. Ready to read? No, oh, that's, okay, let's keep reading. But painful later on, however, it produces a harvest, righteous, and peace from those who have been trained by it. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, my points. Each of these scriptures are telling us that our children do not know what to do. And it's our responsibility to teach our children the way they should go, no matter what our child put us through. Everybody say, no matter what they put us through. We are supposed to tell them what to do. And the way you do this, because some of my children are too far gone, the way you do this is just like the man in our story today. He did three things. I know he did three things. I told you this whole entire series is pre-isogetical because I don't know what happened before he came to Jesus. All I didn't know he came to Jesus. So we picked the story up when the man came to Jesus and said, Jesus, I'm trying to get my child delivered who has a demon in him, and I don't know how to get him delivered. Jesus, please have mercy on us. I don't know what happened before, but can I just paraphr- can I paraphrase and put it in there what I think happened? There's two, three things I think happened. Number one. Number one, the first thing I think happened, he started recognizing the problem. That's the first thing we must do as a parent. We must recognize the problem. Have I boring y'all this morning? Everyone say we must recognize the problem. The word recognize by definition means acknowledge the existence. We're not crazy. We're not dumb. We're not naive. We see it boiling up, but we won't, we won't want to admit it. We see it's there, but we don't want to acknowledge it. And listen, and I'm the one of the bad ones about it, but somebody say, start facing the facts. There is a problem in the house. So it says, recognize, acknowledge the existence. Problem, problem. The word problem means a matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with and overcome. Problem again, a matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with and overcome. There's a problem. I recognize it. And baby, we need to deal with this. My wife, quick tell me, baby, my wife woke up the other day. Clyde, something right, something right, something right, something right in my house. I feel it. Kiana, get down here. Because mama, what's wrong, mama? Something right. I know you ain't doing something right. Mama ain't did nothing. I feel it in my spirit. I woke up next morning and said, Mama, I ain't sleep all night. <laughs> she gonna, am, I lying? am I lying? Had me scared. What'd I miss? What'd I miss? The Lord didn't tell me. Why should you deal with it? Somebody say, you need to recognize there's a problem. And don't ignore it because I don't want to cause problems. She doing good right now. He doing good right now. And he got over a whole bunch of stuff. Someone say, you ain't done yet. That's his first phase. Second phase, your behind still going to listen in my house. Just because I messed up, daddy going to love you through. I told Kiana, baby, I'm sorry. I let a lot of things go. But the next four years of your life, I'm going to love the hell out of you. 
I'm going to get on you. I'm going to be on you. I'm going to be on you. I'm going to be on you. And she getting tired of it. I'm not going to stop because I only got two years left. She got two choices, take it or leave. But she ain't going nowhere because I'm going to love her as hard as I can until she, because it's my baby. I ain't going to put her out. We're going to live together. I told her she can graduate and still stay here. All of them can. You got to preach that sermon to me. Get your kid. You got to preach it to me. I, 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 I told her if I had girl, my boys, you got to get out of my house. Go find your wife. But the Bible says a, a husband that find it, the wife, in my house. <laughs> find the good thing. I told my babies, I said, I told them, I said, baby, I watched that movie Greenleaf, and I'm going to build a big old house. I'm going to give you a wing. I'm going to give you a wing. I'm going to give, we're going to have a common kitchen. Am I playing? I say, you can have your own car garage, but y'all can just stay. Who told you I got to leave? I won't even bother y'all on y'all wing. Who else would do that? Come on now, be real, man. I'm not crazy then. Somebody recognize the problem. Everybody say, recognize the problem. Acknowledge the existence of a matter or situation regarded as unwelcome or harmful and needing to be dealt with. You know if your child's smoking weed. I don't care how much eye drops they put in their eye. You know when they smoking weed. They can't watch that smell like. Somebody recognize. You know when your child drinking. Can I go a little further? You know when your child having sex. They twist change. Their attitude change. Something woke up on the inside. That's when you're about to fight because two grown women can't live in the same house. Both of y'all got ovaries is acting a fool right now, and so stuff ain't right right now. You know they're having sex. They're talking crazy. They, they walk around, they look at you like, you, you better get a house. You better get a wing. You better get somewhere. I don't, listen, you can say a whole lot, but don't look at me like that. Because I'm going to make up a mind what you say. You better go ahead and just say it. Because I'm making my mind, it's going to be the worst thing ever. And I'm gonna, I'm going to be ready to box. I'm sorry. But somebody said, you can tell. You can tell when your child's starting to act gay. Oh, he said that. I don't care what nobody say. I am not against people who are gay. I'm against people who say God okay with that. Because when you say God okay with that, you say, oh, we can all can be. That's not the truth. That's a lie in the pits of hell. And people are starting to say it's okay. And when you say it's not, oh, you're condemning me. No, I'm not. I'm saying what thus says the word of God. So you can be gay all day. I can love you, hug you, but we're going to still come to agreement. It's still not okay with God. Drinking ain't okay with God. Having sex out of wedlock. I'm sorry. Getting drunk is not okay with God. I messed with somebody beer time. I'm going to have a drink today. Bitch, what's so much? It's Father's Day. I got me a six pack on chill right now. Got me some hot kids just, just hanging out. Bitch, get out of my kitchen. I'm sorry, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Getting drunk ain't right. Homosexuality is not right. Listen, listen, having sex out of wedlock is not right. So we're not going to have to change the rules just because it makes you feel good. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to love you, I'm going to hug you, I'm going to tell you that God loves you and he's going to have to deal with you. I can't put you in hell either. I'm not about to tell nobody you gay, you're going to hell. I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying, as for me and my house, we're not going to smoke weed. As for me and my house, we ain't finna get drunk. And as for me and Miles, we ain't finna be gay. 
Well, she's still gay. Well, she's going to be gay somewhere else. She's still going to drink weed, drink and smoke weed. They're going to do it somewhere else. Not here. Because the day you open the door and say it's okay is the day you open up every door. I know y'all mad. I'm not the people's pastor. Can I tell you a secret? Stop getting mad at the president because the president says it's okay. He's America's uh, president. He needs a pastor. It's my job to tell you what's right and wrong. And it's not okay for you to say it's okay in your house. It's okay if they say they are, that's between them and God. Just don't release the ability to say, we're going to have a party up in here like that. Not here. And I'm wrong if I'm a pastor and I don't say it. And too many, two people are quiet about it. I'm going to love them. Facebook, social media, I'm going to love everybody. But we cannot come to God and change what the word of God says. God says it's not right. And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying what you do in your house. The Bible says over in Hebrew, how can I judge a man outside the world, but I must judge the man in here. So I'm not telling you that you're going to hell. That's between you and God. All I'm saying is what's not right, thus says the Lord. And we got to understand it. I don't mind when I actually say amen on that. We just got to understand it. So I say, recognizing the problem. We got to know if they're drinking. We got to know if they're smoking. We got to know if they're having sex. We got to know if they may be gay. We got to know if even they're suicidal. We got to know it. The rock around here trying to be quiet and keeping it up. No. 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 Now, I'm not telling you that you're qualified to deal with it. Everything you can't deal with is a mama. Everything you can't deal with is a daddy. You need to say that we need official help in our house because some disruption has happened in my family and we got to break the curse. We got to get counseling. We got to get spiritual advisement. Whatever it is, we need help. Everybody say it together. Say, we, we need help. help. It says like a village to raise a child. Stop trying to fix that stuff on your own. It's some deep-rooted stuff that even I can't deal with. Let me tell you a secret. I'm not a guidance counselor. I'm a spiritual advisor. It's things I can give you spiritual advice on. And what I can give you spiritual advice on is what I've been through. If I've never been through it, I can't tell you how to get out of it. All I can tell you is what the Spirit of God told me to say. It's on your part to go and say, we need help beyond Bishop this time. We need help beyond. Pills are sometimes needed. You can't deal with everything on your own. Mental health is for real. It's for real. And it's us super spiritual folks who are getting people to kill themselves because we're not sitting here teaching the truth. It's anti-depression because there is depression. And prayer ain't going to depress everything. It takes someone who wants it to take it, but they don't want it. You got to get all the help you can get until then. Okay. Okay. Ten is going to be even lower next Sunday. Somebody say, start recognizing the problem. Number two, stop rationalizing the problem. I'm pretty sure that father saw his son like, man, he can, he can kind of spiritually, demonically influence, man. It's like something going crazy with this kid, man. But I, I, I can't imagine he start rationalizing. Somebody say rationalizing. He didn't go straight to Jesus. He didn't go straight to church. He says rationalize. Attempt to explain or justify one's or another's behavior or attitude with logical, plausible reason, even if it's true. He acting like that because that's how his mama act. Just because mama act, they don't make it right either. Man, he just, he, baby, leave him alone. He just being a boy. boy. All boys masturbate. Yeah, but masturbation goes to another level. Because when you can't satisfy yourself, then you start touching little girls. And then they go from, I'm, I'm being, 
start going to your, your panty drawers and, and, and smelling paper panties. And, listen, it's for real. It, it go too far. I need, it's like a drug. Well, I've been there. It ain't easy. You start doing stuff you never imagined you would do just to get another urge to do it again. Magazines don't do it no more. It wasn't until I was a grown man to where my wife would tell you, I had, I had explicit pictures on our computer in the living room, and she had to ask him, what was I thinking? Let him have it there. I would, ah, y'all can't handle it. Y'all can't handle it. Y'all can't. That stuff is real. Stop just saying, oh, he's just a little kid. He just doing what all boys do. You need to teach him. Son, I know what's going on. And tell him, you ain't got to beat him or make him feel embarrassed and put him on Facebook. Look what I caught my son doing. Y'all better not ever see that one of y'all do a mess like that on Facebook. I'm going to really pass to you then. I'm coming by the house, knock on the door and say, don't you do that baby like that no more. Matter of fact, how about you just put another video on there and you apologize to the whole world because you just broke your child down in front of the whole world. You don't do it for the other brothers and sisters either. Baby, come and talk to you, baby. I, I, I know what you're doing. You, you're venturing out. But this is what this could lead to. So, baby, I know the fact you're starting to learn yourself. And I want you to challenge yourself to say, I'm not going to do this. Just like I want to save myself from marriage, I want to save all of me from marriage. Can't stop them. Just teach them. Tell them what's right. Tell them what's wrong. Am I helping anybody today? Oh, God. Somebody say, stop surviving and start thriving with your children. Okay, we're almost there. We're almost there. Somebody say, uh, 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 it says that wrestling, stop trying to justify why they are doing what they are doing and address the issue already. He or she just going through a phase. That phase turned into a lifetime. That is going through a phase right now. That baby, she, all of them go, no. They, what I tell you earlier, I told you earlier that. Stop allowing what your immature, irresponsible, inexperienced, and easily influenced child do cause you to stop existing in their lives and stop causing them to grow. Don't let that mess happen. Not in your home. I hope y'all still love me when it's over with. Listen, all kids do it. No, they don't. And we must let them be themselves. They don't know who themselves are. You fold to mold them into what God told them. Let them be themselves, what you just told them. Let them turn out the only the way that they know how to turn out because the way the world told them they should be. Let them be. Who is them? Who are they? First of all, you got to find out who you are so you can help them become who they are. Listen, I'm, I'm going to go to my next point. My next point, Brother Devin, I'm almost done. Thank you for riding with me. You, you love me, Doc? Brother Devin love me. Everything good. I know my wife loves me. Somebody say, in the last one, number one, I'm pretty sure he started recognizing a problem. Number two, I'm pretty sure he stopped rationalizing the problem. Number three, he started realizing the solution. He started realizing the solution. Somewhere, his brother said, man, this is going too far. And I got to believe it was when he ran across the 22nd verse, and 22nd verse says, it has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you could do anything, please have pity on us. I bet in, in my mind, baby, that he was good until he started realizing it's going to cost him his life. It's going to cost him his life. It's going to cost her her life. I'm going to lose my child behind this. Listen, if you would have dealt with it a long time ago, it wouldn't have got this far. But listen, it's okay. But no matter what, now you realize there's another solution out there. You need to take the solution. Somebody says, don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until it's too late. And listen, 
Realizing, become fully aware of something as a fact and understand clearly. We knew Jesus was an option, but we didn't push it. Now realize it's the only option. It's the only option. Someone say rationalizing a solution. Solution means a means of solving a problem or dealing with a difficult situation. You can start playing some solve better, Devin. We can go home. Someone say realize the solution. You're not God. You're not. You are not God Almighty. This is the problem. I ran to my brother about two years ago. Me and my brother was, we, the most folks say drug the church. Me and my brother was drug the church. We went to Charles C. Driver Church in Cleveland, Texas. They had church at 9 a.m. in the morning, had regular service at 11 a.m. in the morning. You went home, got lunch, and you better get a little bit of food because you're going back to church at 7 p.m. at night, and you might not get home until 11 p.m., and you better go to school the next morning. We went to church all day long. We was Pentecostal. We didn't play that. And so we was drugged. We were drugged to the point where we had a point in our life where we could say, I don't want to go to church no more. Because in my mind, I had enough. I had to jack him up in the parking lot of, 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 of Ryan's, no, Olive Garden, about two, about two, three, four years ago, something like that. I said, I said why are you not taking your boys to church? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, them pastors ain't all about this and all this. I'm tired of them old preachers, man. You know, I know God. I know God. I said, yeah, but what about your children? I said, you have enough God in you that you can say that. But since your butt got mad at somebody and you stopped going to church, you didn't give your child a choice to say, I didn't have enough. And I tell every parent, every one of y'all need to realize that you're not God. And you ain't got enough God in you to save your child. Your child need a personal relationship with God himself. That's all. They need it. My daughter came and told me one day some stuff she dealt with, but I know for a fact it's only the, the God in her because I couldn't do it. They brought her out. I'm like, I cry like, God, I didn't know what baby went through all that. I didn't know she did, but she survived. Oh, God, she survived. It's time out for us just surviving, going along to get along with our kids. We must start thriving before it's too late. We have to bring them to Christ. Everybody say, bring, bring them, them to Christ. Christ. God touched my heart this morning. He says, we're going to do something different today. We're going to christen every baby in this church. Amen. God said, christen every baby. Why are we christening? Somebody say, christening. Somebody say, christening, christening. isn't biblical. There's nothing biblical about christening. It's not. I'm telling you, there's no way the Bible says you need to christen or sprinkle your child. Nothing biblical. But it's an outward expression of an inward conviction. The Bible said, this say, everything get back to God. So we outwardly christen our children because inwardly God is sending us to give our babies to him. So we give them to him. We christen our babies. We say, God, even if I'm not right, even if I don't, I'm not perfect, I'm still going to bring my baby to you, God. And I'm dedicating my child to you, God. And the reason why a lot of our children is not doing what they should do because we haven't given them to God. So I've got two calls. I want every parent to bring their child to the altar. Every parent, bring your baby. If your baby here, bring them to the altar. 